Welcome to Boys, episode 199. We are one away. One away. That It's a weird feeling. From the big 200. It is a weird feeling. Yeah. We've been doing this a while. We're a little long in the tooth, as they say. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. But then, you know, I went back and listened to some old episodes just to get that that old boys feeling. Uh-huh. And I, I thought you would prefer the young boys feeling. Oh. But I digress. Epstein. Um, yeah, and it was... I guess it has been 199 episodes. It sure has. We've different lo- locales. We're back in the original locale. Was this the original? I don't think so. I don't. It was in the house. It was in, in house. my old office space, which now is my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of moving around. That's very true. I like it. I like yeah. to. I like to move things around. When you were young, mm-hmm. and let's say you you got your first apartment. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe you're living with a, a couple of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting out on your own for the very first time. Did you ever rearrange the furniture? All the time. Yeah. Like, like we did it probably once a month. C- it's to make the space feel new mm-hmm. uh, and cooler, especially like if you bought a new piece of furniture. And when I say a new piece of furniture, you found this cool thing at the thrift store you wanted to throw Absolutely. So you're like, okay, well, if we turn the couch, th- did you ever do one where you thought it would look cool? But it's not practical. Oh, totally. Like, what if we turn the couch caddy corner? Yeah, and then take up the square footage of the living room. And then you start like trying to like make sense of it all, and you're like, "Oh no, that's cool, dude. You just have to jump over the couch when you open the front door. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's cool. That's cool. It's, it's cool. Yeah, and you're, and you're right there on the couch. Yeah, you can just like open the door and get your pizza from the pizza man without even getting <laughs> up. But yeah, I like to move things around. Mm-hmm. Same with the show. We've we've moved locations. We've uh, we've pretty much stayed the same. Stayed the course mm-hmm. on content mm-hmm. and dare I say quality. I think we came out strong and mm-hmm. we're we're still there. So I th- when I went back and looked at it, my thought was, oh, they're gonna sound bad. Th- no, they yeah. sound fine. It's because we're real. We keep it real. We do keep it real. When keeping it real goes, goes wrong. wrong. I love that. Classic. I watched some Chappelle recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last week I talked about Flight of the Concords. I watched some of that. Uh-huh. Didn't I mean it's it was still funny, more of a nostalgic funny than like kind of dated. Very dated. But Chappelle, man, that's even older than Flight of the Concords. Right. And it still holds up. You know, I watched his new, dare I call it a comedy special. Yeah. His um his his social analysis mm-hmm. special, which I enjoyed, you know, it is what it is. But I was like, man, I want to watch some Chappelle show. I want, I want some of them Chappelle laughs. Yeah. No, I don't want to think. I want to laugh. And uh, it holds up, man. Yeah. Super good. But yeah, we've, we've, we can take a moment to pat ourselves on the back for a good job done. Eclipsing episode 200 next week. That's crazy. You know, we would do a live show, but damn, this corona. Dude, it's back with a vengeance. Dude, it Not is. Not really back. It's been here. Well, you know, and I've, I've, I've talked about my take on all this. Ah, I got Corona. I'm dying. No, uh, you know, I've I've talked about what I think about it. I think the truth's in the middle. I think it's not as bad as it could be here in Oklahoma anyways. Right. But also you don't take it lightly, you know, wear your mask, you know, whatever. But it is back. Those numbers are are rising again. And I wonder, are we going to see more shutdowns? Are we going to see a a big rise in that kind of thing? One would hope. I mean, Texas re-shut down. Which was very smart of them. Mm-hmm. Florida kind of should. I think, I think everywhere is kind of going back to like, all right, it has to be mandatory 50% capacity. So many places, i.e. yesterday, I went to go get a little cup of joe. Mm-hmm. Cop shop around the corner, not a single soul wearing a mask. 
employees, nobody. And my first thought was, don't you have to? Like, if you're working in the food slash industry? I'm pretty sure there was a mandate two days ago that you have to wear a mask if you work in the food service mm-hmm. industry, mm-hmm. and then the 50% capacity thing, things like that. So weird. I don't know. Some people just want to watch the world burn. True. You know? Hopefully hopefully by our 300th episode. Whew, that's so many episodes. That's that Two co- years from now. That COVID will be gone and we can do another live show. I want to do another Blink 405 show. No kidding. I miss it. My wife and I were talking about that last night. The last concert we went to was Pup, and that show was right before everything went to shit. Mm-hmm. That was four months ago, five months ago. And we were planning on going to Riot Fest because they've moved it to next year. Mm-hmm. And we decided, okay, there's probably not going to be any live shows from now until then. Yeah. Or very few. Yeah. Very few. So if we go and wait till next year, we can get one of those VIP bundles where you get your own little cabana and shit. And it's like 700 bucks a person. But we did the math. If you think about all the shows we would have gone to, ticket prices, beer, what was that? Maybe Tequila, some beer. Maybe some travel. It's travel. Uh, you save a lot of money by getting those VIP pass. Treat yourself. If it's going to be the one thing we do. One a year. Yeah. Make it make it fun. Do you think there's ever been a year where you spent $700 on going to shows or concerts? Yeah. Really? Well, if you include drinks and going to get something to eat before True. or after or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most shows I go to are around 15 bucks a ticket. Some of them thirty. I rarely spend over thirty bucks on a ticket. Okay, but even at thirty dollars to mm-hmm. get to seven hundred, that's, that's like let's see, one, two, three, four, six. That's tw- twenty-one plus shows. About twenty-five shows. I'm doing just some simple math. Two shows here. a month. Yeah, I guess so. Two three shows a month. Two thirty-dollar shows a month. That's a lot of trips to the Criterion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, well, we're gonna yeah. get on with the show here in just a moment. Go on with the chlorophyll. But first, some advertisements boyspodcast.com. It's a hub of all things boys. There you will find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as that golden donate button. If you like what you hear every week, send us a little cash. Keeps the dream alive. Keeps us fighting, talking, and laughing another day. Again, that's boyspodcast.com. Boys is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube. Leave a review on iTunes. Subscribe on the YouTube. And everywhere else, you can subscribe. It helps us rise through the ranks. And it lets you know what's going on with boys. Email us, boys at boyspodcast.com. Send us some feedback. Put your physical address in the bottom of the email. You know, give us some ideas, some mm-hmm. topics. I love hot topics. I love a fresh hot topic. Hot topic. Send us guest ideas. Send us critiques, criticism, complaints, compliances, companion ideas. Core computer, computer, your favorite computer. <laughs> send us a picture of your computer, and we will send you some free stickers if you put that physical address in the bottom of the email. Again, that's boys at boyspodcast.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Anthem Brewing. Anthembrewing.com, located at 908 Southwest 4th Street in Oklahoma City. They are reopened for now. Go to the tap room, get yourself some beers, get a six-pack to go, get a growler to go. Check out their new website, new and improved, anthembrewing.com. They have new T-shirts. Get you a shirt, a cap. Those kids love their hats. Oh, they do. Those kids and their hats. A koozie. I'm a fan of koozies. Stickers, all that kind of shit. Anthembrewing.com. Fat Bison. Fatbison.com. The man loves wood. And the man loves America. 
we're coming up on the 4th of July weekend. It is tomorrow. Tomorrow. So a little peek behind the curtain. Usually we pre-record these shows days before they release. Right. Today, we are recording this show merely hours before it hits the internet. So we're recording this on the 3rd. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's the 4th. I know it's not a very patriotic time right now for most people to say the least most of my antifa buddies i know mm-hmm. my left wingers right if you i'm just kidding but it, yeah we we're gonna get to our, our boys poll later in the show sure. and i noticed some very uh some of the replies were very of the times mm-hmm. but fourth of july is great even if you so i mean don't you kind of have to social distance when you have a sparkler in your hand or a bottle rocket best way to stay six feet apart Shoot your cousin in the face with a bottle rocket. That's right. Light a Roman candle. Shoot it at your friend from six feet away. Keep it safe. But yeah, he does love America, that fat bison. And he'll make you a nice American sign. Made in America in the heartland of Oklahoma. Get a big wooden flag to hang in your window. Uh Showing your neighbors that you love wood, Mm -hmm. you love America, and you love supporting local business. Fatbison.com. Champion Vintage, Champion underscore Vintage underscore OKC on Instagram. Give him a follow. That was weird. That, that's okay. <laughs> I was. I, it took me a second. To, I was like, "What is that? What? What? What was that sound? How are you?" <laughs> Lastly, thank you for the donations, the feedback, the telling of a friend. Listen, that's so important. If you want us to grow, mm-hmm. if you want us to thrive, if you want us to live, laugh, and love, tell a friend about Boys, mm-hmm. the podcast. It helps us out a lot, and for that, we thank you. Now on with the show. All right, as we said in the intro, we are here. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is the 4th of July. It feels weird right now in the climate that our country is in. I'm not, like, super patriotic. I'm... There's some problems with our country, as there are problems with every country. Uh, I'm glad that I live in a country that has some freedoms. We are losing some of those freedoms since 9-11. But I never viewed 4th of July as a celebration of that. I always viewed it as, I get to blow shit up. I get to pop fireworks. I get to eat. Maybe oh. go for a swim. Go for a dip. At least run around in the sprinkler. Uh-huh. That was that was always, <laughs> that's like the most white trash Choctaw, Oklahoma thing. Yeah, we don't have a pool. It ain't in ground. It ain't above ground. But I tell you what, dad will drag the sprinkler out in the yard and let you run around okay. into it. Now let's do the hierarchy of sprinklers. Are we talking the rainbow one that does the, you know, the and like it goes, you know, left and right makes a nice l- arch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes an arch that, that goes back and forth. And you I guess, jump through it. And I guess the pressure of the water moves right. the um, kind of a rainbow of water right. back and forth. It has uh, several streams that kind of, like you said, make an arch. And yeah, what do you do? You jump over, you like do like, like kick your legs out, yeah. you jump over. Or you stand over it and just let it just drench you. Let it shoot up at your balls, now, your little balls. Some of us kids didn't have that sprinkler. We had the one that sticks in the ground mm-hmm. and it just... Yeah, yeah. And it's just hitting your ankles. That one sucked. Yeah. And it hurt. Oh, it yeah. hurt. It hurt so bad. pressure. Yeah. There was also... Uh-huh. the We had a red one and it was metal and it was on this little like tripod stand and it just had like 
a propeller on the top uh-huh. and the water shot out, <clears throat> excuse me, spun the r- propeller and kind of made this like donut of water. Oh, that's cool. That one was my fave. That'd be fun to play in. But I don't see those anymore. No. I, bu- I bought a sprinkler last year and I'm trying, fighting that battle to get my yard to look decent, not even good. I have yeah. given up on edging. I have given up on flower beds. I have given up on stickers being eradicated. Yeah. But damn, if I didn't want my grass to at least be green and not, not patchy. Dead. Yeah. I don't want dirt patches. I don't know what it is about men or women, a person, the human being, that once you hit a certain age, the beautification of your yard means a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when that happened with me, but it happened. And every time I see my front yard, and if it gets just a little too long, I'm whipping that mower out, trim that shit down. Now, I'm not going to treat it with chemicals. Right. I'm not going to try to spray my yard green like some people do. But yeah, it's uh, you got to maintain that. Much like maintaining your pubis region, mm-hmm. you got to maintain that yard. That's true. Because your front yard is the pubes of your home. It, it's true. It's true. You got to keep it trimmed, maybe a little landing strip. Yeah. Maybe a, a full bush. I don't know. But, but I haven't. I have not seen a sprinkler in the wild in a very long time. Yeah, they're pretty rare these days. I, I don't know if is it a water rationing thing. Maybe, or maybe people if they have them, it's one of those. They're set to a timer, and they're usually like just sticking out of the ground. Those yeah, guys. they pop up. They yeah. water the yard. Fun fact. Here we go. Strap mm-hmm. in. Well, factoid. When I bought this house. Mm-hmm. It had a sprinkler system in the front yard, an automatic sprinkler system. It had a timer in a little box in the backyard. You could set it to water once uh-huh. a day, twice a day, every other day. Never have I used it. I don't even know if it works anymore. It's probably <laughs> like eroded and yeah, yeah. fucked up, but I've never used it. I've I've watered the lawn. I've I've bought sprinklers and like watered the front yard or sure. watered a patch in the back, you know. Um have one of those like seed spreader devices. Sure. That's what I call my dick. But <laughs> One of those things that you like strap to your wrist and you dump the seed in the top and it like shoots it out. Yeah, yeah. and it looks like that thing that they they paint the lines on a baseball field with. Exactly. I've got one of those. Uh I've uh, I've seeded, Mm -hmm. I've watered, but never have I used the automatic, which is stupid because I'm lazy. It's like use the automatic. Putting a sprinkler in your yard when you have an automatic is like, I don't know what it's like, man. It's like pulling out a BB gun when you got a nice Beretta. You know, you don't, why use a BB gun? I don't know. Got dude. a Beretta. I don't know. Yards, man. I know nothing about guns. Beretta's a gun, right? It is a gun. I know from the show. It is a brand. Okay. It is a brand of uh, pistol. pistol. Uh, I believe they make some rifles. Perhaps. Okay. I know they make pistols because but I own one. But Fourth of America, speaking of guns in America, Fourth of July, water, sprinklers. And if you don't, if you have a little bit more money, you got that slip and slide. Mm-hmm. Man, I never. I don't know what it was about my old man. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad is pretty much the guy that raised me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mom was good when I was young and then went off the deep end. So, you know, dad was the man. Dad was mm-hmm. Mr. Mom. Dad was dad was the king. He is the king. Still alive. Not master dead. Meat. He is the master of meat. That guy knows his way around a sausage, if you know what I mean. I bet he does. Never, never, never did I own a slip and slide, a crocodile mile. Nothing oh. of the sort, and I don't know why. Not even a tarp. You know the the white trash slip oh, and slide? done it. Doesn't work. It hurts. 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 You're, it's like sliding across sandpaper. Yeah. Tarps are not soft no. or, like, slippery. Well, Dad did that. You know, he'll, like, duct tape the <laughs> hose 
to the end of the tarp. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's the same thing. Dad, it's not the same material. The water's not coming out as forcefully as it needs to. There's no, there's no pull at the end. I got to hit that little tiny pull. Yeah, and I need the little raft to get uh-huh. on, and I need to hit that bump, splash in that dirty water at the end of it. Dude, you said crocodile mile, and I haven't thought about that in years. Was that the one that had like the hump in it, or is the crocodile at the end? It had a hump, mm-hmm. and then you went through an arch that had like plastic hanging down that was a crocodile mouth, and then you'd go into the pool at the end. So crocodile dope. mile. Dude. That was like the rich kids. Uh, slip and slide. But you know what's funny? I think so too, especially mm-hmm. looking back. But I, I actually did a little shopping for a slip and slide because we got a birthday party coming up for the little one. Mm-hmm. And they're not expensive. Really? It's like $30, 25 bucks maybe. Probably what it was. It's was a piece of plastic. It was the money issue for dad, but it's also, well, I'm going to have to put it together. And mm-hmm. then when they're done, I'm going to have to put it up. And you're tearing up that yard. Tearing up that yard, you're gonna. That's what it was. You're gonna. It's gonna d- kill the grass right there. I yeah, have I a don't patch wa- of dead grass. We had we had a couple of the like cheap pop up swimming pools, not the modern like PVC pipe swimming pools right, above right, grounds. Right. Like I'm talking like the old school ones that the water holds up the sides and they're yeah. like a foot deep. And there's always like animals or something, dolphins the side. Yeah. or like a circus scene. And it only goes up to like your knee, maybe oh, if that, maybe a foot and a half deep. We had a couple of those, but man, did my dad hate the dead spot in the yard. Mm -hmm. Hated it. Hated it. I think it might have been his nemesis was the dead spot in the yard. And I remember hearing that term coming out of my dad's mouth. No, Rob, we got to move it. I don't want a dead spot in the yard. You always got to keep rotating it. Yeah. Got to move it. So you have several dead spots in the yard. But yeah, we never had a pool, never had a slip and slide. We had the sprinkler and we had the cheap pop-up swimming pool. Or we had, when I was younger, we had... The small plastic swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if you're lucky, it had a slide oh, kind of molded into one side. A slide. That was, dude, a ramp at best. But yeah. yeah. There's sort of like, yeah, that, that shitty plastic that will crack or break. Yeah, uh, it's it, being left out in the sun. Just baking in the sun. Of course it's going to break and be brittle. You know, and then and then maybe you have a friend who's got a swimming pool or a friend who knows somebody or a friend who's like, my grandma has a pool so we can go over to my grandma's house. But it was never an in-ground. It was an above-ground. And if someone had an in-ground pool, boy, howdy. Oh, yeah. Did they had they, Everybody's best friend was a kid with the in-ground pool. When I uh, was on my baseball team, I was probably in fourth grade, fifth grade. Uh, I played catcher. Of course. And uh, the pitcher, he was kind of like, there was always the kid on the team that was like the star. Oh, yeah. Like this was the MVP of the team. This kid's going to be a pro. He's going pro. He might only be 10 years old, He's but this pro. kid's going pro. This kid gives Nolan Ryan a run for his money. He was also a rich kid, so he had like the nice cleats, mm-hmm. the nice batting gloves, a oh. dope glove. He also had a beautiful, huge house in Midwest City mm-hmm. with an in-ground pool with not one, but two diving boards and a slide. So was that the di- uh, one and then kind of a higher dive? Yeah. Okay. Now, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, public pool, right. Olympic high dive. One's just right, ab- right off the concrete, and the other one's probably about a foot or two higher yeah. than that one. Yeah, yeah, two or three feet higher. Um, but I, we, I played on that same baseball team for three years, and every year at the end of the season... We'd go have a pool party at his house. Nice. And he had a, I mean, it was a nice house. Like you walked in and it, just close your eyes and imagine an early 90s sharper image. Oh, wow. That's what his house looked like. Yeah. Like he had a waterfall in his living room. He had like a six foot uh, alien uh, statue. Do you remember that in sharper image? Oh, yeah. Like the, like the Ridley Scott alien. It was like in a, they had it in, in a case. Yeah. 
Oh, God damn. Sharper Image was so much fun. I love Sharper Image. It was yeah. so tight. Yeah. And I always went in there when Grandma would take me to the mall or mm-hmm. something. And, you know, there's a lot of do not touch signs. Oh, yeah. the, the dudes that worked there with their, like, low ponytails, you know, they mm-hmm. were like, they take their job way too seriously. Like, hey, don't touch. Don't touch the Corvette phone. I, r- I remember seeing, like, what what is now a Roomba. I remember seeing one of those way back in the 90s at Sharper Image. And uh, 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 what is that? I remember being like, what is that disc thing? Is it a toy? Oh, it's a va- it cleans uh, hard floors. Mm-hmm. But the th- and that was the last time I ever saw one. And then, you know, 20 years, 10, 15 years later, John Roomba. Room, yeah, John yeah. Roomba comes John along Roomba. and Still wipes the floor literally <laughs> with the competition. <laughs> but yeah, Sharper Image was the place you went oh, to get every. And it was always, it seemed, again, it's probably the slip and slide kind of thing, but everything seemed so expensive. And I remember going in there and my mom and dad telling me, you can't afford anything in there. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. So you find like the cheapest thing. Like, can I get this ink pen that also has like a clock on it? Yeah. For yeah. some reason. Yes. I just, w- I want something from Sharper just Image. Give me something. I remember they'd have like the tall vertical CD players that had yes. like the weird speakers that didn't really make sense because they were so thin, but you'd put your CD in like this, mm-hmm. like, like a clock face and almost. And you, c- you can put multiple CDs in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they also had like massage chairs. Oh. But you know, wands and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Hey, but now, like, I guess the, the, the closest thing would be like a Brookstone. And let me ask yeah. you, let me ask you something. <laughs> Who the fuck buys anything from a Brookstone? If, listen, if you shop at Brookstone, <laughs> unsubscribe. I was just about to say. From that. boys, because you are a fucking dork. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you ever been in one? Yeah. Okay. So when I worked at the mall at a store called The Body Shop, and right next door to us was a Brookstone. And on my break, I would always go into the Brookstone and do what everybody does at Brookstone. You sit in the massage chair. Mm-hmm. You try to get the best one possible, the one that your legs kind of go in that little thing where it holds your legs. And you sit in it for like five, ten minutes, mm-hmm. and you get the fuck out. It's got minutes. the little... It's got the little things on the back of the neck that yeah. make little. Do you it remember hurts. the? Do you remember the smaller handheld versions of those? Yeah. That you'd like lay your neck on, and they mm-hmm. had the two nubs that came mm-hmm. up underneath like a velour cover, mm-hmm. and they would do this. Yeah. When you were a kid, you ever think about putting your pecker in between? Those? Always. Every time, right? Did like, I? No. But uh, maybe, I, I don't know. I never owned one. If I would, <laughs> if I did, yeah. Trust me. Well, because my parents didn't shop at Brookstone or Sharper Image. Brookstone, yes, is the, which is. Weird to say. Brookstone is the dork cousin of Sharper Image. Totally. It's like the Birkenstock wearing, like, granola eating cousin. Sharper Image is a Ferrari, and Brookstone is like a Volvo. Okay, close. (laughs) Sharper Image is the Fiero. Because it's not really like (laughs) that highfalutin. Like, it's not like. It's still cheaply made shit. Totally. And it's not like. They were trying to be Patrick Bateman's apartment, yes. but they weren't. It was like the knockoff, right. you know, like American psycho look, you know. Right. It wasn't... It, the allure of the sharper image is what got me. It's the Ikea of, there you of go. electronic stores. Yeah. It looks cool, but it kind of sucks. I wonder when... and I, We got we to gotta set up our computer out here. I wonder when sharper image closed its final oh, the last frosted story. glass sliding door. I wonder. I'm going to guess like... 2002, but I could be totally wrong. Definitely early 2000s. Yeah, that was one of my favorite stores to go into. And yeah, we were left with Brookstone, which was like your stepdad, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm not going to call you dad, but, you know, 
Dude, it's still open online. Sharper Image. Yeah, so the Sharper Image is an American brand that offers consumers home electronics, air purifiers. Forgot That's about that. You'd walk by the air purifier, the ion mm -hmm. ionizer, mm -hmm. and they always smelled weird. Yeah. And I was like, is this what clean air is supposed to is smell Is this like? the future? Yeah, I mean, you can still find Sharper Image products like at fucking Ross Dress for Less and shit, or like, you know, any yep. aisle somewhere. It says, the brand has been in operation since its relaunch in 2010. The earlier consumer products retailer by that name was founded by blah, 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 and was in business from 1977 Jesus. to 2008. Okay. So they took two years off hmm. to, like, re-strategize? Well, they're, they're not brick and mortar anymore. They're strictly, you know, they'll sell stuff to stores. Or uh, dude, Sky Mall magazine was like, oh brother, you can always find sharper image shit in a Sky yeah. Mall. Sky Mall is 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 the Brookstone of the sky. It is. It's terrible, dude. And I remember like, I didn't fly a lot when I was a kid, but I flew a few times. Mm -hmm. We had family that lived up in Ohio, so if we go up there, we'd fly. Mm -hmm. I maybe went three times, but I remember flipping through that Sky Mall and thinking like, oh, I need that, Dad. Can we order this? Yeah. You can just ask the attendant. Like she'll put in the order. Yeah. Because no. of Sky Mall, we had shit like. Uh, Snuggies, you know, mm -hmm. like such a sky mall item, or like a tie with real piano keys that you could play on it. Yeah, a lot of pet stuff, like a doggy bed that has like four posts mm -hmm. and some weird shit. It's like my dog's at home; mm -hmm. he's out of food. We yeah. won't be back for a week. No one's there to feed him. <laughs> Why am I buying shit for a dog and when I'm thirty thousand feet? Automatic in dog feeder shit. Yeah, or a Darth Vader, a Darth Vader replica helmet, life size, but you can't wear it. It's a CD player. Yes. I'm like, yeah. Why? Yeah, you stick the CD in his nose. <laughs> like, no, that's not canon. That is not <laughs> right. Terrible. Ugh. But yeah, man, I digress. Yeah. I, w I would like to go back in time and visit a sharper image in my current body and mind. Current bank account as well. Yeah. I, yeah. Might, I might drop a, might drop a stack of money in a sharper image these days. But you know, and this is something my dad always said. You buy it, and then it's just going to break in a week. Dad's right. Cheap dad, stuff. Dad is right. But it looks so slick. Everything was so slick. And when I think of sharper image, I think of 90-degree angles. I don't know why. I can see that. Like I, I think of black and chrome yeah. together. Maybe like a neon accent. I don't know. It's it's something else. But, hey, it's gone. And now we have Brookstone. So. Thanks, Brookstone. I, man, <laughs> I truly feel sorry for anyone that works at Brookstone. Yeah. Like, you know, we're lucky to work at a company where we like stand behind what we do. We're lucky enough that we're into what we make. Sure. It's it's enjoyable. You know, like, dude, imagine growing up in China. <laughs> growing up in, in China. China. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm slipping. Imagine this. Growing up in China. You you graduate high school, mm -hmm. you get your diploma, you walk across that stage, you shake your professor's hand. Then it's time to hit the job market. Mm -hmm. And you end up working in a rubber dog shit factory. You know what I mean? And not yeah. to say there's not jobs like that in America. There sure. definitely are. Yeah. But, oh. Speaking of Sky Mall, rubber dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's got a real fly on it. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> or, or like working at a place that makes like, what, what's your dad do? Oh, he's the shift leader at the Whoopi Cushion factory. Oh, so sad. Why? So sad. Oh. I don't know. I, I'm sure Come I'm on. showing my privilege right now, but it's just like everything we buy is made by somebody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, almost all of it. 
we you know we want to bring uh, speaking of Fourth of July in America, we want to bring jobs back here, but in doing so, the cost of everything will go up greatly, a lot to the point. I would I would love to have jobs here. I would love to bring back manufacturing jobs. I would love if we made our American cars in America. Boy, would that be something! Instead of your Ford Escort being built in Mexico. Hey man, my Japanese-owned business Toyota mm-hmm. pickup made right here in the states, made in California. Oh, nice. And I tried. My dad. My dad worked for GM, mm-hmm. so he's all about buy American, buy American. Sure. I've n- I've never. Well, I take that back. Eight out of the nine cars I've owned in my life were American made. I owned a Volkswagen that I bought used for a little bit, but whatever. Might have all been foreign. He was my dad, the king, the master of meat. Mm-hmm. When I told him I wanted a Toyota, oh man. Did it break his heart? Was it a spit in the face of my old man? <laughs> you, might as well, was, you might as well burnt the American flag. Seriously. <laughs> dude, he, you might as well dig up George Washington <laughs> and fuck him in the ass until his wooden teeth rattle. No, but he would do. My dad was, I'm not kidding. He was so mad that he didn't answer my call. He was mad at me it, it over took, a fucking mm. truck. And I was like, dad, I drove the Ranger. I drove the Colorado. I drove the Canyon. I drove the Honda. I drove the Nissan. Yeah. I drove the Toyota. The Toyota was my favorite. I'm a grown man. I make my own decisions. I buy my own pickup, and you can't tell me. And you know what? I'm putting a slip and slide in my backyard. It's going to kill that grass, and I don't give a shit. Oh, he was, dude, he was mad. And he finally got over it. And this was, you know, all during the coronavirus thing. So, like, Mm -hmm. I didn't go see my old man very often. But when I finally did, I went out there and we had a little social distance hang out at my dad's house. Did he do the walk around the truck? He did. Yeah. And man, was that eagle eye trying to find anything wrong with that <laughs> brand new pickup. That tire looks a little crooked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm parked on a hill. Like, <laughs> But he... he Glow compartment got a lot of space in it. Yeah, yeah Fords exactly. do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This only has four cup holders. Mine has five. Oh, well, let me take it back, dad. Sorry. But it was cool. There was a moment... He's and we were talking about he 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 looked around with that like eyebrow raise like the rock like yeah, just yeah. trying to find an issue with it, and then eventually later in the day, he was like, "That is a pretty sweet truck," and I was like, "Yes, I won, vindicated." Yeah, I mean, I, I like American trucks. I think the Ford Ranger is probably one of the best trucks ever made. It's a good size. It's not too big, not too tiny. Uh, built well. I didn't know they made them anymore. The other day I saw one on the road, a Ranger XL, and boy, did my dick get rock hard for it. Mm-hmm. It was murdered out all black, black tinted windows, matte black wheels. They're sweet. Oh, big honking truck. Mm-hmm. Man, they I are might, sweet. Might get one. You should, man. Let me tell you, I didn't have a truck for a long time, and you know, being a homeowner, mm-hmm. having a pickup rules. Mm-hmm. It rules. But you know you know what does not rule? What's that? As soon as you get a truck, boy, those old friends come sniffing around. Yeah. Hey, can you help me move a hide a bed? First of all, <laughs> fuck hide a beds. Dude, they shouldn't it's exist. The 90s. No. So heavy. So heavy. Ah. Why okay, why why the hide a bed? Dude, just make a pallet on the floor like we did. Just or an air mattress, dude. Yeah. It's more comfortable. Oh yeah. I've slept on a hide-a-bed. Hide-a-beds are the worst. First of all, they're heavy as fuck to move. Yeah. Like, they're super heavy. Yeah. Like, I, I bought a... We got a new couch probably a year ago, mm-hmm. and it's a cool, modern, long, nice couch. Sure. But it's not a hide-a-bed. And, dude, 
it was easy to get in the house. Yeah, I, super did light. you come over and help me move? Yeah, it? okay, that's what I thought. Right yeah. in the house, it's right in. Slid right in. I had a hide a bed that was a hand me down for my parents when I moved into my first apartment, and boy, did me and my friends think that was fucking cool because to to poor kids like us, hide a beds were rich. It was like that's a rich thing. Definitely, my grandma had one, yeah. and I thought, boy, Granny's got some stacks. Yeah, the mattresses were. Horrible on them though. Oh yeah, super thin. And then if you're laying on it, there was always that bar that went like right across your shoulder blades. Oh, terrible, terrible. But yeah, totally like a status symbol. There's kind of like those. if you had a friend whose mom or dad maybe had a fish tank. Oh yeah, especially a saltwater one, a nice one, dude. That was like a big one. That was totally a status <laughs> symbol. Well, we moved that uh, couch into our apartment, and my mom and dad came to visit when we got it moved in. And on the wall, one of the full walls was mirror. And it was, what I later found out, beveled glass. Now, explain to me what that is. So, you know, it's not just a glass mirror with, you know, just your edges. But it's got a nice border, like a beveled border. Like So, like, at an angle. At an angle, right, yeah. Okay. And my mom pointed out, she goes, that's beveled glass. That's nice. Oh. That's luxury. There's yeah. There's certain things to certain people, uh, class... Middle, lower, middle class that you find to be rich. I'll, I'll go back to what we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier: a swimming pool. Oh, definitely. Especially an in-ground. I remember begging, begging my dad for a pool, and I'm talking a pop-up metal mm-hmm. side above-ground pool. Maybe build a little deck around it. Yeah. I begged my sister and I both begged my dad for a pool. His response every time: Ah, oh, hell, Rob, that's just a money pit. Which, I mean, pools probably are kind of a money pit. Keeping them up, keeping them chlorinated. But, man, the the benefits. The of reward. The reward of like, yeah, man, you got to clean it. You got to do all that shit. But, dude, the end of the... It, five o'clock Friday, you get off work from your GM plant job. Hot as hell. Mm-hmm. You get to the house. You pop off your clothes. Put on them trunks. Grab yourself a nice cold beer from the fridge. And you just go lounge in that cold pool. You take a dip. Nothing better. Yeah. My sister's got one. I'm going tomorrow. Dude, there's nothing better than a, than a dip. I mean, it's uh, pools are the thing that spans generations. When you're a kid, you like it because you play with all the water toys. The You do the diving toys. You do all that shit. You do underwater tea parties. And just fun shit. Underwater Ch- tea parties. For like little the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I know, I know. Just diving board, fun. cannonballs, all that stuff. But when Belly flops. Belly flops. Don't forget the belly when flops. You're an, don't forget the day. <laughs> but when you're an adult, it's all about that raft. Mm-hmm. Sunglasses. One of those super 80s, like, uh, it looks like a... Folding lawn chair with the two oh, styrofoams on the yeah, side. Yeah, those the are nice. Cup holders. Yeah. And you're just lounging in the pool. There's maybe like a, a like a camera like shooting straight down on you. You got that zinc on your nose. <laughs> you got some sunglasses on. Oh, man. Nothing better than a dip. I want a pool. Get you one. Do you now, have room back here for one? Not really, because we got this building back here. Um, what about the public pool or the neighborhood pool? I never had a neighborhood pool, but I had friends who had one, and it blew my mind. When I saw that for the first time, yeah, my friend was like, hey, you want to go swim? I was like, you don't have a pool. Are we going to like the, the public pool, the municipal pool? Yeah. No, neighborhood has one. So yeah. we rode our bikes down to the municipal or the neighborhood pool, and I thought that was luxury. Totally. Your neighborhood is so nice. In retrospect, you're sharing a pool <laughs> right. with your neighbors, but right. it's still fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. We, we'd go, me and my friend Mark Alexen. Mm-hmm. 
guest of the show, yeah. former guest, what am I thinking? He had a neighborhood pool, mm-hmm. and I was actually friends with his older brother back then, but we'd go, and man, we'd ride our bikes. I'd bring my bike, my dad would bring me over to his house with my bicycle in the back of the pickup. Back of that Ranger. And we'd ride around the neighborhood, get real hot and sweaty, mm-hmm. and then we'd go take a dip in the neighborhood pool. And there was this lady at the pool, and she was probably, you know, we were 14, 15 maybe at the time. Mm-hmm. This lady was probably in her mid-30s. Now, was this a MILF? Dude. Okay. I remember that feeling of the head of my penis just pressing against the front of my bathing suit because she had these massive boobs, and she was wearing a bikini. And, dude, we were hiding in the woods next to the neighborhood pool with a pair of binoculars scoping the jugs. Creeping. It was so creepy. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're a grown man and you're doing that, you're going to jail. Sure, but if you're a kid, that's ah, it's just kids. Dude, and she do that thing that just drove a little it's boy like crazy. Sand lot moment. <laughs> yeah. She'd lay back in the in the patio chair they had there. Yep. And she'd undo the top. Yep. And then just like like be laying on her stomach, that's undo the top. Side tit. Yes. Out. Dude, oh my gosh. I'm just getting a flashback right now, but we would try. We would try to catch her at the pool because she was probably like a housewife, you know, right. didn't work. This was during the summer, during the middle of the day, and I wanted to see her every day. And we finally talked to her one day, like oh. we we brought up the courage, like "Hi, Mrs. Jones," you yeah. know, or whatever. And dude, I was just like, I was in love, smitten. I was in love with a pair of boobs. That's all it was. I don't remember what her face looks like. No lie, smitten I just remember in the summer. a neon bikini and big brown boobs. It was great. That that's summertime to me. It is, dude. That's Fourth of July to me. Big boobs in a bikini. That's freedom. That's what our soldiers are fighting for. That's right. The right to bear tits. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> the right to bear boobs. Yeah. Yeah, man. Pools. So, pools are great. Yeah. Th- those status symbols, though. It's yeah. so funny you say that because I remember my dad's friend Ted. Mm-hmm. He was. Nugent? Yes, actually. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Rob. Hey, little Rob. Good to see you. That's pretty good news. Wasn't a bad news, yeah. right? Uh, he had. He was. He was a few years older than my dad. He was divorced. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any kids. Oh. And he had like toys. Like he had a Kawasaki Ninja. Of and you know, he did. I talk about bikes a lot recently, uh-huh. but that was what sparked me wanting a super bike. So bad. Can the, I take the, a guess as to what this man drove? You may. Was it a Z Rock? No. Wait. Okay. Wait. What is a Z Rock? Is like that like a, a Z28? Like a close. Okay. Close. He had an '80s, the super boxy with the flip-up lights, Corvette. Okay. Dude, and it was gold. It was like a bronze gold with a T-top. Dude's living the dream. I'm sure he was probably sad inside and oh, lonely. Yeah. He was he was an alcoholic. He was depressed. But he, he had was, all them toys. Dude, he had he that. Had a, a bike? He had the bike. He had the classic late 80s, early 90s stand-up jet ski. Oh, the yeah. Super, with the, the handle that flips and you have to hold. Yeah. Super dangerous. Yeah. Super not comfortable. Uncomfortable even. I would. That's, that's a word for not comfortable. It is, yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah, I've never ridden one of those, and I always was scared to. I mean, I've been on like sea doos, like the sit down dude guys. But what is more fun than a sea do? Fucking nothing. It's a motorcycle on water that you don't have to have a license to ride. Exactly, <laughs> and you can go as fast as you want. And guess what? If you fall off, 
Big fucking deal. Water, bro. Yeah, you got your vest on. You're going to dunk down and come right back up. Dude, I remember one time at the lake, I hopped on one of them CDs. I got that trick going about 90 MPH. Or at least so f- they can be like so it. fast. So fast. And for fun, I jumped off of it. Yeah. You have, that, that you have the ignition, the key on the wristband, so when you fall off of it, it dies. It goes out and it turns around a couple times and it stops. Yeah. You, you, you ghost rode that whip. I ghost rode the, <laughs> ghost rode the whip. Man, those are so much fun. I need to get a CD. I, I find myself looking on Craigslist and shit for like motorcycles and toys and stuff like that. And man, I want to kayak a canoe, but a sea do, man. Dude. Where am I going to take it? I don't yeah. have a truck to haul it. No, you don't, but you can put it on a trailer. Pull it, it with your trailer. pull it with your wife's car or your SUV. I can. And dude, we live so close to Over a lake. Walter, yeah. And there's open public ramps over there. I ghost rode the Sea Dew once when I was a kid too. My uncle Benny had one. And it was like, dude, it was your classic early 90s colors. It was like teal, purple, and hot pink. When I think of Sea Dews, I think of teal. It's got to be a Fucking funky color. I think teal, mm-hmm. and I think purple. And you know the 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 whole thing's white, but the stickers, the graphics that on the C-Doo side, font. It's kind of like that fuck Jerry kind of like yeah, purple and teal the water like cup, yeah, yeah, brush strokes, you know. Yeah. But dude, I, I go through the sea dew. I was out, and then we were at a Ufala, mm-hmm. and it was a really really calm day. The water was like glass, like mm-hmm. there were no waves whatsoever, no ripples, and. We were on the dock, and we were all taking turns riding the new Sea Dew. And this was like a bigger one. It mm-hmm. was like it could hold. Remember the ones that could hold like two or even oh, three yeah, yeah. people on them. Yeah. It was a big one, brand new. And finally, my time came. I got past the key on the wristband, on that on that coiled, oh yeah, rubbery wristband that floated. And he was like, "All right, take it easy on that," because I was probably thirteen. So or, fucking dangerous. Yeah, and it's like take it easy. I'm 13. I have a raging heart on. I'm thinking about those pool titties. I am pulling this throttle as hard as I can. Yeah. Not immediately. I'm going to get out of your vision. Yes. And then I'm just going to. Yeah. I'm going to take it around the dock. I'm mm-hmm. going to go down around the bend there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to open this bitch up. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I did it too. And I ghost rode. But my wristband came off. Oh, no. And it kept going. And here's. Let me, th- let me tell you a little secret about me. I am not a great swimmer. I don't really like water. I don't like water over my head. I don't even like pools that are super deep. I like a good four foot, maybe five foot. You like to have your footing, so to speak. I do. You like to know where the bottom is. Absolutely. And I ghost rode the the sea dew. It went out and it kept going. And dude, I thought I was going to be killed by my uncle. Yeah. It finally stopped. I guess, you know, the gap, like, it kept going for long enough to scare me. And right. then I realized I didn't have the key on my wrist. Like, mm-hmm. it, my wrist just slid out of it. And, but, you know, you take your thumb off the little push throttle. Right. Eventually, it's going to slow down. But, dude, I had to swim probably what felt like a mile, but it was probably like 30, 40, 50 yards maybe. Right. And I swam. And luckily, I was out of sight. But, dude, I got back on that thing, and I drove that bitch like driving Miss Daisy Just back to the dock. Yeah. It's like shaking. Dude, getting, getting back onto a CD after you fall off is the most... It probably if some you don't anybody look it's embarrassing you just can't you can't look cool getting back on a sea dew. I'm gonna quote Randy Quaid from mm-hmm. Days of Thunder. You look like a monkey fucking a football, <laughs> trying to get back on the thing because you're supposed to get up from the back. Yeah, yeah. You know, because if you get off from the side, you're gonna flip it over. <laughs> and yeah, it's tough to get on, man. The other thing I remember before I ghost rode the sea dew and I was like taking it out, going really fast. You're always like 
you're like singing yeah, a song yeah, yeah. like fuck yeah. yeah get your motor running <laughs> yes dude totally yeah you might sub out the lyrics for something very juvenile or, oh, yeah, yeah. or terrible you know but freedom dude and that's what it's all about that feeling freedom. of freedom dude. i was talking to matt about mm-hmm. we were talking about bikes last night as we were playing some call of duty black ops 4 and he's like how come you just don't want a dirt bike he's like dude dirt bikes seem so much more fun and mm-hmm. so much more safe than a ninja mm-hmm. and he was like or i was like dude there's just something exhilarating about being on a motorcycle it's this sense and this feeling of freedom yeah yes it's dangerous of course it's very dangerous yeah, yeah but man when you get out like if i get out on 39th and head towards yukon where there's like a straight shot and not a lot of cars mm-hmm. what feels cooler than like ripping down the road on a motorcycle oh, yeah it's so much fun because freedom. The exhilaration comes from knowing that there's a possibility that this will kill you. Exactly. And the same thing with the sea Both of which are definite, you know, signs of uh, what, what do we say? Uh, things that are seem rich to you. You know, status symbols. Status symbols. Status symbols of of whips. Uh, Would you say the boat? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not talking yacht. We're not that rich, but like, no, dude, just like a bass boat, a bass and ski combo. Yeah. That with that, that flake sparkle on the side. Oh God. I love that. I love bass boat blue sparkle. It's like the coolest thing. Yeah. It's beautiful. Family members that have that dude. I had an uncle in Arkansas, had a, a party. It's called a party barge. It's like a flat, a pontoon pontoon, uh-huh. uh, with had like seats going around the back, but the back was basically just this open flat area. And I thought that was the coolest thing. It had like speakers and stuff on it. Did it have lights. the two big tubes that it basically floated on? Yeah. Like the metal cylinders? Yeah. yeah I dude. thought that was the coolest thing, man. Like, what a boring boat, though. Like, yeah. it doesn't look cool. It can't cool. go that fast. It cannot go fast. You can't cut mm-hmm. in it. I mean, it's a cool because, yeah, you can like drink and hang Party. out and jump off of it. Get a nice running yeah. start and jump off of it. Yeah. Man, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm going to become a lake rat. I've, I've always wanted to. To have that kind of shit when I was there. I always thought that was the coolest thing. Like, I was never a big lake guy. Right. But once you get on the water and you handle, like, I drove a boat when I was, like, 10 years, like, 12 years old. My mm-hmm. uncle gave me the, got to put my hands on the wheel and give her a... Dude. How cool was it to push that throttle forward? Uh, Felt like you were in a fucking spaceship, dude. I want I want a boat. A, a, a sailboat would be great. Just, I want the life aquatic. I feel you. I want a lake house. Dude, I would love a little, <laughs> like, just a little simple John boat that has like mm-hmm. the 45 degree angle windshield in the front. It's got like four seats in it or six seats in it. Yeah. Uh, maybe a trolling motor in the front. You know, you got your motor on the back. Mm-hmm. I want something with a steering wheel. I don't want like, like the old no. uh, Alan Jackson Chattahoochee video boat, no. but my dad had a bass boat. You know, we were, we were pretty poor when I was a kid, but yeah. over time we kind of, I don't know, graduated to being like middle class and he bought a, my dad he moved on up. He finally bought a boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally bought a boat when I was probably about 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. And it was a red and black and gray, heavy sparkle. It was a bass and ski boat. Yeah. And man, we took that thing out and I've never rarely seen my dad as proud as backing that joker into the water. Oh man. Taking it out. The other thing with boats, which I never liked, never liked tubing. You didn't like tubing? Fuck no, dude. I like to be in control. I do not like... And then your uncle's like, hey, hey, watch this. And he's going to like oh, sling yeah, your ass yeah, as like hard as you yeah, can. There'll be like a, a wave that he'll zip you on so you'll flip over. 
and then you like you fly off the tube, yeah. and then they got to circle back around and get you. The thing with tubing, the fun part is going fast. The shitty part is the inev- inevitability of you falling off of that thing and hitting the water like concrete, and that shit hurts. Yeah. And then what do you do? You gasp for air when you're underwater. You're like, yeah. whoa! Because you have a life jacket on, but you're still going under for a second, and you're just bobbing there like a fucking... Like, yeah, like a, a buoy. Yeah. Like, Especially yeah. as a little fat kid that I was, belly sticking out of the bottom of that life vest. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> so listen, we got we to go soon, but we got another topic that we got to get through. We, oh, did yeah. a, we did a poll. We, we did, did another poll. boys poll. Listen, when we do these, it is so awesome when people respond, and we, it gives us something to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we we asked this week, what is the perfect Fourth of July song? What patriotic tune screams America at the top of its red, white, and blue lungs? What is the perfect song to blast while you're downing hot dogs or lighting that grand finale firework? So we had a lot of answers, and we're gonna go through some of them. Sure. Uh, coming in first, I'm gonna read the ones off Instagram. Cool. We got our homie Harold Story of the Tunes Tunes podcast, great friend, friend of the show, friend of mine. Good guy. He said, anything by goddamn Lee Greenwood. And by that, he means the only song the guy ever recorded. And I'm proud to be in America, where at least I know I'm free. Name another Lee Greenwood song. He did that song twice. He did another. <laughs> he did uh, Proud to be an American reprise. Reprise. Yeah. The 2012 edition. The remix edition. It, that, it's funny that Harold mentioned that because I think that's probably the winner. We're coming really strong out of the gates with Dude, that one. That is so American. I can't listen to that song without thinking of that David Cross bit, though. Yes. Where he's like, well, here's your chance, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of being a kid. Mm-hmm. We were, we were uh, I forget where I was. Maybe I was at church. And there was this girl in our in our youth group, and this was like young youth group, like 13, 14, your first year of youth group. Oh, yeah. You know, you're mm-hmm. looking up to the older kids. Mm-hmm. You're excited to be amongst. You're out of like Royal Rangers or whatever the fuck, Awanis is whatever oh, that yeah, was called. Yeah, yeah. And there was this girl named Danielle. And youth we group crush? Kind of. Kind of. How do I say this? She was a little, she's kind of a hungry gal. Unfortunate? Yeah. Okay. Um, she was, we were goofing off before church and we had like the classic folding church table where mm-hmm. the legs fold up and she was, she got a chair and sat it on top of that table and then got up on it and sat down and the table broke mm-hmm. and she comes crashing through the chair and the table. Mm-hmm. And I remember jumping up on another table, saluting her. And this was like right before July 4th. Mm-hmm. It might've been the day before and I remember going, I'm proud to be an American <laughs> where the tables and the chairs don't bust. <laughs> and I got a huge laugh from the youth group, and I uh, felt terrible. But you got that laugh. That's I'm, what's important. I'm sorry, Danielle. I hope you're still alive. I hope I hope you haven't broken any furniture since then. But yeah, anytime I see Proud to be an American, I, I sing that little stupid tune in my head. Well, you're breaking something. We're going to take a quick pause. I'm going to tell a story about breaking something. Summertime, pools, all that shit. When I was a kid, I was a, I was a very hungry kid, uh, <laughs> very hungry. Uh, my, very hungry. My aunt had an above-ground pool, and we were playing with, like, you know, floaty toys and shit, and one of them blew out of the pool. So instead of climbing the ladder out, I thought it would be real cool to lean up on the side and jump out. I leaned on the side, 
and it collapsed. Oh, no. Now, this is and like a six-foot above-ground pool, a big above-ground pool. Collapses. Water drains out. I'm sliding across the glass like a manatee. You made your own slip and slide. I made my own slip and slide. That's like something you'd see on America's Funniest Home Videos. A hundred percent. Yeah. I never lived that down. Dude, that's... Listen, I, I, I've never really been a, a hungry guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've... I've, I've I've been a little peckish, but I've never been like starving. You yeah, know, you, you've dipped your toe into into Chunky Town. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I could not imagine how embarrassing that would have been. Like <sighs> devastating. It was bad. Yeah, oh I believe gosh. it was Fourth of July as well. All right, what do you got over there? Uh, we got Cameron Buckholtz said, "Night Ranger, you can still rock in Atlanta." I'm not sure if I'm familiar. With I'm that. not no. familiar either. I'm, but. Believe me, I'm going to give all these a listen, a, a quick preview on For Spotify sure. when we're done. Thanks, Cameron. Listen, we got a, re- a response to Harold's from your wife, Diana, mm-hmm. the Dianasaurus. It says, dude, Lee Greenwood played my employee appreciation banquet once. That's so crazy. Did he just play one song? The hit. Did he play it a couple times? Yeah. What would be more embarrassing than going to see a one-hit wonder in concert, whether you want to go or it just happens to be at something. Okay, it'd be like going to see Vanilla Ice. He comes out. He starts with Ice Ice Baby. He's got to come out strong. Robert Van Winkle has got to come out strong. And then he does, like, some other ones. Stop that train. Have an Aroni. You know? And then, to close it out, we're doing Ice Ice Baby again. Yeah. That'd be like Coolio. Like, (laughs) opens with Fantastic Voyage. You know, you hit that middle peak with uh, Gangster's Paradise, yeah, and then yeah. comes out, does an encore of Fantastic Voyage. That's dude. I'm 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 just imagining I, Vanilla Ice doing his entire set, coming back out, and everyone's like, "One more song, one more song." You see, ding 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 ding. I'm sure that's happened. Yep, it's had to have happened. I'm sure. We got Sean Dooley says, "Danger Zone, Kenny Loggins, fuck yeah, dude." That song remind that was in Top Gun, right? Yeah. Did you ever have a weird obsession with Top Gun when you were a kid? One hundred percent. Did you want to be a fighter pilot? That movie made me want to fly a plane. Totally. And it wasn't until I tried to get in the military that they told me, I'm colorblind. You can't fly a plane. Bummer. That destroyed my Maverick dreams. Yeah, dude. I that scene where he throws the dog tags in the water. I like. I might have shed a tear when I was a kid oh. at that part. Motorcycles. He rode. Uh, it was. Was it a ninja? It was a ninja or a Honda. Yeah. I mean the scene where he's riding and the the jet's about to take off. Oh, fucking tight. I'm gonna go watch that Beautiful right after scene. this, dude. It was one of those like '80s very square bodied like ninjas. A, yeah. Yeah. So dope, man. I'm gonna watch Top Gun. Great. Maybe. You know, in lieu of doing any crazy 4th of July sure. celebration tomorrow, I might just put on Top Gun. Put on Top Gun. It. The sequel was supposed to come out and COVID ruined it. Yep. I kind of want to see it. I wouldn't mind. I love it. I wouldn't mind. We also have OK underscore Tori on Instagram. She says, the Yankee Doodle Boy. What a banger. I'm the Yankee Doodle Dandy. He's the Yankee Doodle it's so corny. So corny. <clears throat> Excuse me. So corny. It just reminds me of that kid on Full House singing it. Oh, and he's like boy. tipping the hat, yeah. you know, and he's got like a the real life nephew of my uncle Sam. Jazz hands and shit. Yeah, that kid had a long uh, career ahead of him in fashion design. 100%. Uh, something like <laughs> Interior that. Interior design. Yes. Wedding planning. Uh, maybe uh, maybe worked at a uh, wedding dress shop. Sure. Maybe at, at, at uh, Sephora, perhaps. Yeah. 
so corny. And I remember being bartending a, at angles. Dude, I remember being a kid and thinking that was corny back then. Dude, I, there's something just innately corny about patriotic songs. You know, I don't know what it is. Oh yeah. On the flip side, we got Matt Jewett says "American by Descendants." Sure. Nothing more punk rock than an American song. Yeah. I love my country. <laughs> so punk. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. We also have Austin Riley one on Instagram. He says the eighteen twelve overture. Now is that? I think so. Yeah. I believe that. That's that's pretty American feeling, but it also reminds me of like horseback riding, like yeah. going to the Derby or something. Yeah. I don't know, but that's a good one. We Thanks, got Austin. Dirk Matthews' Bullet by Misfits. I'm not really familiar with that one. Yeah, I'm not sure. These either. are, I think these are, we're getting more into the old like fuck America stuff. Yeah, we've got Franco on American Redemption. <laughs> we got, oh, Haley, and I'm going to, I always fuck up her last name. Herbachi? Damn it, Haley, I'm sorry, but she said Freebird. And I could see that Dude. being pretty American. Oh, well. Hey, man, that bird you will not change is the fucking bald eagle. That's very true. You will not change it. Free as a bird here in America. Uh, Brian Percival, Soundgarden, 4th of July. Again, not familiar with that Soundgarden I'm going to have to give it a listen. Doesn't he say something like, this year I'd say 4th of July. I, like, I, it probably has some undertones of like the issues sure, going sure, on. Sure, sure, sure. You know? We've got Disco.Cisco. He says, Oh, wait, he says, this year, 4th of July by Soundgarden. Who did you just say? Brian Percival. Is, is Disco Cisco Brian Percival? Perhaps. I don't know. Let me click his name. Let's see. Oh, doesn't say. I don't know. Maybe we got two people with what the same What a mystery. Song. He says, or to be more festive, the body of an American by the Pogues. Again, I need to brush up on my patriotic tunes. Yeah. I would Thank say, you. personally, Team America, America fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a great one. We also have Molly Killers on Instagram. She says, a classic is American Girl by Tom Petty. Oh, yeah. It just screams swimming pools, hot dogs, and fireworks. I could see that. That's oh, a great yeah. choice. She says, but if you want a song that screams American now, I would go with American Idiot by Green Day. Okay. Makes sense. Does make I sense. I get it. I get, I get it, Molly. It. Molly, uh, thank you, Molly. It's a volatile times. Absolutely. And that's when I made that little uh, graphic mm -hmm. and post this, I was like, I hope people aren't thinking that I'm trying to drum up some sort of patriotism right. or look past the issues that are going on right now. Right. I mean, so we had to bring up 4th of July because it's airing the day before 4th of July, you yep. know, like celebrate how you want or don't celebrate or celebrate your freedom by saying fuck America because you're free to do so. That's right. Totally free to do so. We just wanted to do something that... Uh, it's it's there. Talk about it. We could have brought up favorite Fourth of July foods, you know. Yep. Which I mean, you like you got two. You got a burger and you got a dog, and we could put those two head to head. All right, but which one's the top? A dog. I'm thinking a hot dog for Fourth of a July. Hot dog with just a single squeeze of mustard on it. Oh, see, I do the mustard. I do the mustard zigzag, mm -hmm. then the offset ketchup zigzag. I do both. I'm a ketchup guy, and I like ketchup on a hot dog. I I know it's <laughs> it's not patriotic. It's mm -hmm. un-American. I think it's very American. But I love it. Yeah. I love Give me some sugar gel on the top of my meat tube. Give me a Chinette paper plate. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Give me a Chinette paper plate, a hot dog, and on the side, I'm going to put some ruffles with ridges. Mm -hmm. 
Maybe huh. a little potato salad. Maybe a little P.S. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, th- if you think of like a pumpkin pie, that is not 4th of July. No. But maybe an apple pie oh, yeah. with like a big scoop of vanilla next to it. Dude. Ooh, yeah. A la mode. While, while your uncle's setting up that $5,000 worth of fucking fireworks. What were the fireworks that you put in the tube and they shoot up? The mortar shells, mortar the shells. festival balls, is that what they're called? Yeah. yeah. I thought there was another name But there, it's them. like a giant, like, 14-inch diameter thing. Just drop this giant thing. And that, that was oh. a good foof. Oh, so good. I, and I, then it cracks and then they sizzle sometimes. You know what my favorite one was? What's that? Saturn missiles, because I always thought you literally get more bang for your buck. There's like 16 of those in that yeah. box. And they make that whistling sound when they come out. Yeah, so tight. Oh, Saturn missiles. I love the box of uh, snakes. You light those snakes and they grow out of the ground. Snakes always, they creep me out. Yeah. I don't and know they, what They is. get all brittle when they're done. You can like pick them up and they like disintegrate. Snakes, sparklers, and uh, what's the other shitty... Fourth of July that doesn't really do anything. Those ones that like they have them, they're like metal circles and they like bounce around on the ground. Oh yeah, bumblebees yeah, yeah. or something, something like, like that. that. I don't remember, but or the tanks you light and they never really roll. They totally suck. I will, I always wanted the tank to work. Yeah, but we lived in the country. We didn't have concrete or asphalt. Mm-hmm. That went. That ain't gonna work ain't across going. gravel. I mean, gravel put it downhill, downhill. Maybe I don't know. Maybe or you get like a roll of black cast and you just light that end and just let it go, dude. Or the the. You'd always in the, in the family pack that your dad would always buy. Mm-hmm. You'd always get that box or two of snap and pops. Oh, I love snap pops. You just throw them, or when you got a little older, you might snap them between your fingers. Oh, when you get a, get a more balls to mm-hmm. do it because mm-hmm. it does absolutely nothing. What about the classic M80, the oh, red M80 with the little green fuse? I always threw that like in a nearby creek or river or something. Or you like get a um, you dump out your dad's Folgers various screw tin, mm-hmm. fill it with some water. Drop that. Mm-hmm. I would uh, electrical tape one to a GI Joe. I never did the frog thing. No, never. That's no. maybe the ant hill. I did blow up oh, an yeah, ant hill yeah. or two, but never did stick it in a frog's mouth and light it. No, M80s were fun. Yeah, dude, fireworks. Fireworks were fun. We used to do bottle rocket wars. We go across the uh, border and buy some bottle rockets. Dangerous. Are they really any more dangerous than any other firework, though? Well, I always wondered about that. Well, cause you're pointing it at somebody. It could go anywhere. It's not like you can... You can't perfectly aim a bottle rocket, True. you know? Or those cheap cylindrical rockets with, like, the... Uh, damn, I keep dropping my phone. The, you know, like the base that you'd sit on the ground. Sure, you yeah. light it. They'd shoot straight up in the air. Yeah. Sometimes they'd fall over. Shoot, yeah. it, shoot right oh, at grandma. Dude, I've had that happen. Yeah. Not fun. Did you ever throw... It's so mean. Like your grandma or your cousin or something sitting in the sitting in that folding lawn chair, having a nice hot dog and some potato salad, and you come up behind them, you take a black cat, you light it, you throw it underneath the chair. Oh yeah, love it. My grandma, I think I told this story last year, but my grandma, she was right before she passed. Well, a couple of years before she passed away, she was kind of not all there, and she was sitting out in the lawn chair. We were lighting the lighting the fireworks, mm-hmm. and I lit I lit a Saturn missile. And it tipped over and shot under grandma. Like 10 of them went directly under her chair. And she was just sitting there, just not even knowing what was going on. Well, and Probably deaf, couldn't hear him. We had a laugh at grandma's expense, man. It was something Sometimes else. Sometimes you got to chuckle at granny, you know? Yeah. Miss you, granny. Hope you're riding that big Saturn missile in the sky. <laughs> Well, anyways, thank you guys for all the answers. Yeah. That was awesome. We'll do another one here in a week or two. For sure. Uh, the feedback is very appreciated, and it just makes the show fun. 
getting, getting you guys to be a part of the show. Getting you guys involved. Yeah. You know? Well, I think it's time to wrap it up. I think that's good. I got to go to the stand and buy myself some fire. I think today, when's the best day? Do you buy them day of? That's where you get them like super cheap, right? I don't know because we would always get them before. In advance. You'd yeah. buy them in advance. Yeah. But I think going day of, there might be some slim lines. Pickings. Yeah, and slim pickings. You're totally. going to get the shitty family pack that has nothing in it. Yeah. The cheap, like, knockoff, like, instead of calling it, like, Shrek, it's, like, Shirk. Ugh. But it has, like, a bad Tim and Eric-looking Shrek on oh. it or something. I don't know. So bad. So bad. So, so bad. Thank you all Thank for you. listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.